Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB1 year taxi squad. We are IDP Nation. Welcome to IDP Nation, episode 86. I am your host, Daryl Winstead, and I am joined by my co-host, Kyle Bellafue. What's going on, Kyle? Not much, man. Um, another week, some uh, some free agency news talk, some cuts, and some tags, and all kinds of stuff going on. So, yes, yes, lots going happy, on. Happy to be back, and uh, lots lots of talk. Well, I'm happy to have you back, Kyle. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I got your present that we talked about. Uh, last I, didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't send you no present. Hey, man, I, don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. The, the fact that you sent me uh, Packer memorabilia is pretty special. <laughs> I did? <laughs> yeah, that, you did. That doesn't – no, I don't know what you're talking about. That don't sound like me. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. I actually cool, seen man. it. Yeah, it's awesome. I seen it in the store, and I was like – and I always look for stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, just NFL or college, and I'll pick it up for giveaways or stuff like that. And I seen that, and I was like, Damn, I bet Kyle would freaking love that motherfucker. And I was like, I'm I'm buying this. Appreciate so, it, man. Yeah, definitely no, cool. That's awesome. Glad you liked it, brother. Glad yeah. you liked it. Well, yeah, happy to be back and uh lots of lots of good stuff to go over. Oh, we got so much to go over. Shoo. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> yes, I do have music playing in the background for those of you. That want to know. Dan's not here to tell me to turn it off, so screw him. Uh, anyway, uh, shoo, like you said, we got so much going on. Before we get started on news and notes, um, let's hit uh, a sponsor here. Uh, Action 24-7 Sports, locally owned gambling site by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. Uh, you have to be in the state of Tennessee to uh, bet on it, but uh, they got so much going on right now. It's SEC tournament. They're doing stuff for that. They're they are um, doing some live remotes in Nashville, so you can uh, join them down there and party down, make some live bets. Uh, NBA's going, NHL's going. You can bet on who's throwing darts. All this good stuff. Um, you know, when you make your deposit, be sure to use our promo code Hollywood100, and they will match you up to, uh, I think it's 100 bucks. They got so much going on right now, like Thursday and Friday, the SEC tournament. Bet on all the games, get your average losing wager back if you lose. Uh, soccer clean sheet uh, on Thursday. Soccer parlay, or parlay insurance on Saturday and Sunday. Preds home games, if they post a, a goose egg guarantee, you know, if they post a goose egg, you get 25% of your loss refund back. They're doing so many things. Like I said, they're in Nashville, so they're they're in town. They're doing live remote stuff. Stop by there, get you some swag. Um, 
stay tuned on my Twitter page. Check them out. They got all kinds of great things going on right now. And of course, when you support them, you support us. Uh, we do have a few bills to pay. Um, and I just want to say we've received a few in the last few weeks. Thank you all for using our promo code and uh, supporting us. We really appreciate it. And even if you don't like to gamble live money, they have a free version. You can go on there and join their free version, uh, free to play, and you can win good prizes, money, all kinds of good stuff. So uh, with March Madness and tow and everything else, they got all kinds of things going on. So be sure to check them out. Awesome, man. Whew, that's a mouthful, Kyle. <laughs> awesome stuff, though. That's what she said. <laughs> ah. I told you, Kyle. I told you. I warned you before the show started. You better buckle up, Buttercup. I knew what I was in for. Yeah, you knew what you was in for. <laughs> you did know that. Um, so, I know last week we touched on free agency to be free agents. Um we're kind of going to touch on that again, man. And, and let's, I guess let's start from the top where this started today. The NFL released that the salary cap is 182 and a half million, which is almost uh, 15 and a half million less than last year, which is a huge drop off. And it's making some teams, it's making a, a lot of noise because teams that were already over, they're in major trouble. Teams that were on borderline, they are now over. And teams that were okay are kind of not okay now. So, um, man, this is one of the craziest pre-free agency periods I've seen in a while. I mean, you always see players dropped or tagged or whatever, but whew, what we've seen the last, I don't know, what, three or four days? Yeah. Has been absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. Now, with the, like you said, the cap dropping with 15 and a half or almost 16 million from last year is definitely going to tighten things up even more. And we're already seeing teams dropping players to make room, and it's just going to keep happening, like you said. It's it's gonna be a lot of things happening before free agency hits next week officially. And it's, it's yeah, I think me and you talked about this. It starts next uh, Thursday, seventeenth, uh, I think. So it'd be next week from today, I believe. Oh, so next Wednesday. Yep. So we will be bringing you a new episode next Tuesday, which is the day before, because I'm like we talked. Between now and then, there's going to be a lot more news. So we're going to bring you some more free agency, pre-free agency stuff. And then we'll get into the free agency frenzy, as it's called, after that. But, uh, I mean, we'll start right now. I mean, man, we got so much going on. Uh, yeah. I was surprised that there wasn't more franchise tags placed than what we saw transition tags. I just think this cap has got it all screwed up right now. Um, the New York Giants, they placed the franchise tag on Leonard Williams, which we kind of expected. Right. Um, good move for them. Good move for him. Um, 
he had one of his better seasons of his career with them. So a yeah. resurgence, if you will, he kind of fell off the map after that one year with the Jets. So right. No, yeah, I mean, like kind of expected it. Obviously, obviously, I think we talked about that. Um, the second year, second year in a row, the Giants are tagging Williams. Um, it makes a ton of sense since they didn't get a long-term deal done before the tag had to be in. Um, he had a big, big year, 11 and a half sacks, I think 30 quarterback hits. I mean, he was just huge for that defense. And um, he's definitely a piece that they're going to want to build around, their, you know, build their defense around, especially considering, you know, he's by far the best player on their defensive front line. Um, so, yeah, they got to get him to a long-term deal. And, uh um, he's he definitely he definitely proved how important he was to that defense last year. So it made made a ton of sense for sure. And I think it only makes sense that they keep him. I mean, they don't have a lot else up front. So yeah, I had I had read that they were looking they're they were already looking into a long term deal. So yeah, that's kind of where I was at with him. Yeah. I didn't think they would let him go because they just didn't have a lot of options outside of him. So they don't have nothing else on that, you know, as far yeah. as you know, defensive tackle wise with Dalvin Tomlinson and right. uh, Dexter Lawrence. But I mean, even Leonard Williams, there's a lot of talk on you know what his position designation should be, exactly the way he moves along that front and where he lines up, right? They have kind of an odd looking front. So right. Uh, right. but yeah, by far the biggest piece of their their unit though and they've had a history with that front four forever or even front three um they've had a history in the past no matter who's the coaching staff or whatever that's their bread and butter is that front line you know jason pierre paul lawrence taylor leonard marshall michael uh, strahan michael strahan leonard (laughs) williams um not Julius Peppers. I um, uh, forget his name. But anyway, I mean, they've had a huge history of having those front four guys. And I think that continues here with Leonard Williams. And it was a great move for him coming over from yeah. the Jets to the Giants. Uh, I think it helps both of them with the tag. I mean, you really don't want to tag players, but if you're a team, uh, but I think it helps both players because they really need him as that leader and solidify that front four. Yep. And and it helps him because he's getting a payday for one year. So yeah, for sure. And like you said, tag and extend and yep. build a defense around him makes makes a lot of sense. Um, moving on here, the Jets placed the franchise tag on Marcus May. Kind of the same thing with Williams. You know, they got rid of Jamal Adams last year. They didn't have a whole lot. They still don't have a whole lot. But I think he was their big – you know, he busted out there right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Ashton Davis with them. I think those two are going to be a huge <laughs> combo for the Jets. So a good piece here for May. And if he puts another season together like he did last year, he could be looking at a big payday next year. So it will be interesting to see. Yeah, no, he was – they got rid of um, or traded away Jamal Adams, like you said, and May stepped up for them. Um, career high in tackles. I think he had like 88 tackles, and I believe he had like 11 passes defended, maybe. Uh, that sounds right. I think so. So, I mean, he had, you know, set some career highs, had a nice year for him. He was huge for IDP managers to start, like you said, and then he kind of, you know, 
tapered off a little bit, but he had a solid finish to the year. Um, that's uh, from what I read too. He's a player that they want to keep around. Um, so definitely makes sense to tag him and try to work out a longer, longer term deal. Um, like uh, I, I like Ashton Davis as well. And pairing him and may together makes a ton of sense for the new defense and the new coach 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 and coaching staff. And um, yeah, definitely uh, definitely makes a lot of sense to, to uh, bring him back and, and then solidify that, that safety duo. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we got so many news and notes here. <laughs> um, we, do. we just keep on going down the list. The Raiders release LaMarcus Joyner and take a 2.5 cap hit. Um, he was making so much. I just, you know, it made sense for them to, to cut him. Um, you kind of got to wonder with this cap number what they're what some teams are looking at because you know some teams are looking at reducing their cap number some teams are looking at making pushes for certain players and we'll get into that in a little bit but uh they cut LaMarcus Joyner and take the 2.5 cap hit yeah that's that, agree with you it makes sense right um clear some cap player they they didn't uh didn't foresee being a long-term option for him. So, yep, money's tight. I guess you got to make some of those tough decisions. Yeah, I mean, this – I mean, we we talked about in the beginning, a 15-and-a-half – whoa, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yowza. Anyway, 15-and-a-half <laughs> million reduction in a cap number – is going to force teams to make a lot of decisions. Mm-hmm. Do they cut veterans? Um, you know, who are they cutting? How are they cutting him? Cutting them? Um, just so much going on, which doing this is going to extend it all the way to training camp, even into preseason, because you sign these rookies and stuff and they don't pan out or you get injuries, you're going to have to sign players. So this is going to be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the Detroit Lions, a couple things here. Uh, they released linebacker Christian Jones, which frees up two and a half million in cap space. And then they also restructured the contract to Jamie Collins. Uh, I'm sure that some uh, signing bonus or whatever, uh, that helps them. Uh, I like Jamie Collins in Detroit. I know he's not that coaching staff's guy. You know, anytime you get a new coach, you want to, you want your guys. But Jamie Collins yeah. is a good player, so uh, I like him there. Christian Jones, I did not see that even being an issue. I don't even know why he was rostered there. So yeah. this makes perfect sense f- for me, anyway, to cut him. Yeah, no. I- the Christian Jones cut definitely, like I said, makes a ton of sense. And uh, I like Jamie Collins as well. I know he's he's getting a little up there in age, but he's still still playing well. Uh, obviously, they have a lot of things to do with that defense, considering what the, the new coaching staff is inheriting. So um, Jamie Collins is by far the best linebacker. You know, Jelani Tavai hasn't panned out. And Christian Jones hasn't been what they had probably hoped for. So 
Um, they got to do do some work to the defense, keeping Collins around, who's played well for them. It makes sense to have a, a veteran presence there and and start uh, start rebuilding that defense. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Seattle Seahawks they released Carlos Dunlap, which freed up fourteen, just a little over fourteen million in cap space. I can see why they did that. I mean, that's a big cap number, but damn, considering how bad they need a pass rusher, I was almost surprised by that. Well, definitely the number's big, so it makes sense. I I don't I could be wrong here, but I thought I saw something that there was talks about them trying to bring bring them back, obviously at a lower number. So maybe that's the angle. But yeah, I mean, I know they have Daryl Taylor, who I love. Everybody that knows me knows I love him. Yeah, former yeah. Vol, but man, I think he would have been better suited with a player like Carlos Dunlap there. Um, but I mean, like I said, they might be trying to bring him back at a lower number, being he's you know going to be thirty-two, I think. You know, the cap yeah. is pretty. The cap at fourteen million is pretty big, so they're probably trying to, you know. If 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 I did read what I thought I read, I thought I saw a blurb on that that they were going to try to bring them, look at bringing them back anyway at a at a lower number. But they need pass rushers, that's for sure. That seems to be a theme there. Yeah, and uh, we'll get to Dunlap here in a minute. There's something else I want to mention about him, but we'll get to him in a few minutes. Um, shoot, man, New Orleans. Everybody and their mama knows. They were over the cap severely, hmm. and they have been making moves left and right. I mean, it's so quick that you almost can't keep up with it. They restructured the contract of both Jordan Cameron and Malcolm Jenkins um, and Demario Davis. So those three they restructured. Then they turned around and they released Quan Alexander. All those moves created almost thirty million in cap room, twenty nine point eight. Wow! Um, I think they were like eighty something million over the cap. So even with all those moves, they're still fifty million over the cap. Um, that is crazy to think what they're going to have to do to get under that number. Um, and like I said, you can restructure and and cut players, but when you're that far over, that's interesting. So it'll oh, be oh yeah. <laughs> that's definitely interesting when you're that far over the cap. But I mean, yeah, like restructuring their key veterans to their defense like Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, Malcolm Jenkins. Definitely gotta do what you gotta do to keep those guys around when you're um, you know, a competitive team looking to be anyway. Um yeah, keep those guys around. <laughs> Figure out figure out that wild cap situation that New Orleans is always in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that's crazy. I mean And Quan was a big cap hit, right? I mean, it wasn't like I think it was, yeah. I mean like 13 million or uh, 13, 14 million, yeah, yeah something like big. that. But yeah. even these other guys, Cameron, Jenkins, Davis, even restructuring their deals, that's some big numbers. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean when you that's what one, two, three. That's four players, and you created thirty million in cap room, and you're still fifty plus over. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> yeah. 
there's going to be a lot of changeover or turnover there in New Orleans for sure. Absolutely. So with Quan being cut, what do you where are you at with 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 Quan Alexander? Man, I don't I don't know. I mean, he's got this history of injuries. Yep. When he's on the field, damn, he's as good as anybody, really. I mean, he really is. I mean, he he's a tackling machine. Yeah. We saw it in uh, San Francisco. We saw it in New Orleans. Uh, we saw it in uh, oh, help me, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, yeah. When he yeah. Away. Yep. I think the thing's going to be injuries with him. Yeah, he's you know he's still he's only going to he's twenty six, going to be twenty six. He's only twenty six, but I think with the cap number where it's at, and with his injury history. Teams are going to feast on that, and they're going to be like, "Look, you know, we'll bring you in for a one-year deal, but it's going was, to be cheap." I was just going to ask you: Is he a one-year prove-it deal guy? I think he is. I think he's a one-year guy. Um, if he didn't have the injuries, then maybe not. Yeah. But with those injuries, I, I mean, I know he's ready to go or whatever, and he's good. But mm-hmm. I think with those injuries, teams are going to be like, "Look, dude." This is where we're at. If you want to play, you're gonna. This is what we're paying you, and I think that's yep. kind of where we're at. Um, it's crazy I, how how big. Just looking right here, how, that when he when he first came in the league for Tampa, how big his his years were to start off right away. Oh, he had some monster years for them. Yeah, he, he had 93 tackles as a rookie, um, and then his second year he had 145 in 108 solos. Yeah, he's a monster, dude. Oh, man, I just and, you know, I, and I think I think his per game averages, even with San Francisco and New Orleans, they were up there too. I mean, yeah, just uh, like you said, he got injured, and yeah, he just can't down. stay healthy. That seems to be the thing, and I think yeah, teams are gonna pl- they're gonna play on that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I'm very curious to see with him being available now what teams are gonna. What are they going to value him as? Because he's still, like you said, he's still 26, going to be 27. But like you said, do they they might play into the injury injury card with them? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and they still got a long way to go. I mean, Trey Hendrickson, uh, who was one, among the sack leaders, um, from what I've seen, he's not going to be back with them. So he's a free agent. Yeah, I don't know how they uh, pay him. Don't know how they pay him. Yeah, I mean – with the cap stress that they're under, I don't really, I'm like you, I don't know how you, I don't know how you do that. There's really no way you can. So he's going to be a free agent, which is going to be a big piece for somebody in free agency. Um, Mm. They're definitely one of the more intriguing teams to get under the cap. Um, Denver, they placed a franchise tag on Justin Simmons. Um. I almost feel they had to. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's probably one of their best defenders. You know, Bradley Chubb was hurt, come back. Von Miller had these. Um, and, like, that's my next one. Charges against him have been dropped. So what does Denver do with him? Do they bring him back? Do they let him go? Um, they have a lot of. Issues they need to fix, but I think they did the right thing. I would have rather seen them sign him to a long-term contract, Justin Simmons, but 
I think they're going to try to work that out. Yeah, but at least bringing him back on the tag was good for them. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think they had to do it, and that's the second year in a row that they're doing it. Um, yeah, I, I think they had to do it. He's just such an important part of that defense. Um, he's, he's out there every snap. He's one of the leading uh, snap eaters of all the defenders in the league, really. And then, um, you know, he hasn't missed a game. He's out there every game. Played every game in the last three seasons for him. Um, he's one of them guys. I feel like he just doesn't get talked about enough. How good he really is, Justin Simmons. Um, he's he's had over ninety tackles the last three years. Um, you know he gets creates turnovers. He's, he's just a really good player. Um, I I agree with you. I think they had to do it, and they got they got to lock him up long term. He's so, he's so important in that defense. Um, so. I think I think him stands good for his IDP value for sure. Um, keep on trucking there, doing his thing, and yeah. What what is, now? What do they do with Von Miller? Are they going to bring him back and pair him with uh, Bradley Chubb and see if they can get that rolling? I mean, I know we're an IDP show, but they got a quarterback situation everybody talks about too. So they got lots to figure out there. And, right, exactly. And lots to figure out there in Denver, it seems. But bringing Justin Simmons back is uh, uh, definitely a good thing. Yeah, that was a smart move. I think they had to bring him back um, because they just don't have a whole lot in that secondary to begin with. So um, They need need corners, too. Yeah, they do. So I think you've got to, when you're that depleted at a certain area or certain unit, you got to bring them back. Yeah, bring back. Hopefully they work it out. For both of them, it's a good deal. You know, he gets his contract and it's team friendly, but I know that's hard to do, but. Hopefully yep. that will work out. Yep, damn. Uh, Buffalo, they signed Micah Hyde to a nineteen point two five million extension. I think it was two years. So that makes sense. That keeps him uh, ready. You know, he doesn't hit free agency. Uh, keeps their secondary intact with um, Jordan Poyer and. Uh, Oh, the corner, Tredavious White and those guys. So they are they are in that window, championship window. Um, I think when you're in those type of situations, in those windows, you got to keep your core players. You got to keep your key players. Yeah. So I think that makes sense for them. Yeah, bringing in Hyde, you know, extending Hyde, or bringing him back on that two year deal, like you said, makes makes sense. Uh, him and Poyer are a really good tandem uh, safety duo for them. That Buffalo team is a like you said they're they're in it to win it. That's a fun team to watch. Josh Allen's fantastic. He had a great year. The defense is a lot of fun to watch with the two safeties and Tremaine Edmonds and um, yeah that that move move makes sense definitely and and uh, especially from an NFL standpoint for their their team. Oh yeah, for sure. Um... Whew, so many notes here. <laughs> Philadelphia, <laughs> you know, they restructured the contract of Darius Slay, the cornerback, which frees up uh, nine plus million in cap room. That's pretty big for them because mm-hmm. they're going to have some future decisions down the road um, that they need to make, uh, you know, with a Fletcher Cox, uh, Brandon Graham, those kind of guys. So they're going to have to make some decisions there. So, um, Barnett's a free agent too, right? Uh, he, he will be next year. Next year, okay. Next, next year. year, gotcha. 
So, I mean, they've got some decisions coming up within the next year or two that they're going to have to make. Um, so getting Darius Slay, who's a lockdown corner, Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps because I think they're looking forward. Yeah, no, clearing nine million in cap to restructuring and, and giving yourself some flexibility is huge. So, makes, oh yeah, that's a big number. Big makes number. A big, yeah, makes a big difference. Um, man, Tampa Bay. Here we go. Yeah, it's so there's so many things they've got going on here. Um. They put the franchise tag on Chris Godwin, the receiver, which I think made sense. They had to. Um, they had some other, they got a lot of other players, not just some. They got a lot, especially on defense that they have to sign or do whatever they have to. Um, and um, one of those was Shaq Barrett. You know, do they let him hit the market? Do they let him test and see? I almost think they get something redone with him, even though they tagged Godwin. I know they signed uh, or re-signed uh, Levante David to a new deal, two years, I think 25. Yeah, 25 sounds right. 25, so they got him locked up. So I think they're going after Barrett next. Um, I think they're getting Domicon Sue back. He's free agent. So, um, and Sue's getting up there, so he might want to just run it back. Yeah. I, and I think that's where he's at. I think now that he's had a taste of the championship life with TV yeah. 12, you yeah. know, um, and you know what? That's, that's a big thing. I mean, it's one thing to sign with a team and be a contender or whatever, but when you sign with a team and you're an instant, championship contender because of TB12, yep. I think that changes some of your mindset or whatever. So, you know, I think you're – while you want to get paid as a player, you want what you get coming to you, there's something to be said when you're playing for championships every year. So right. um, be interesting to see how they maneuver and do all this. Um, I almost think they – I mean, there's no way they let Sha- Shaq Barrett hit the market, do they? I don't know. I I really don't know. I mean, I I get Tegan Godwin, um, definitely a big part of their offense. Um, they got the deal done with Levante David, so they, you know, he he comes back, and him and Devin White, they, you know, they're a, they're a fantastic duo. Um, so that that's huge for their defense. Um, I think. I think that's a, a great move on their part, and it's great for David. He gets to, to run it back with Tampa Bay. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Shaq Barrett, um, and I don't know where he sits because he m- might be looking to hit the big uh, big payday for him after you know his breakout year two years ago and then have another solid season here, and then he was so big for him in the playoffs. Um, they still have Jason Pierre-Paul under contract for one more year. Um, like you said, they are probably going to try to bring in Dominic and Sue back. It sounds like he wants to run it back for another year. So I would imagine they're going to be in pretty heated talks to try to get Barrett to come back and get that defense intact um, and go for it again. But he also, Barrett might also feel like it's his chance to 
to get the big payday and he might want to see what what's out there. I don't know, but I definitely like them bringing Levante David back. Um, him and Devin White are just awesome, like I said uh, earlier, and he stated. Um, but, yeah, it's he is going to be one of the most interesting names to watch if he does, in fact, hit the market next week. Um, I, I expect there to be lots of rumors leading up to it, and once he – if he does hit the market, that is going to be – there's going to be a lot of a lot of news around him for sure because everybody needs a pass rusher. Are the teams that need a pass rusher are going to be after him? I should say. So, the the teams will be plentiful plentiful that are after Barrett. So, it, oh yeah, it's going, to, it's going to be interesting. Which I want to touch on him again here in a minute, but yeah, I, th- I think the teams, if they allow him to hit free agency. I think the teams that will line up for him will be plentiful. Oh yeah. Um, but it kind of sucks because last or not last year, but the year before when he hit the 19 and a half sacks, that would have been the perfect time for him to hit free agency. You know, he yeah. kind of, re- he kind of regressed or fell off this year and he only had what? Uh, 11 and a half, 12 sacks, something like that. Um, which I wrote a piece, you know, you you hit that certain number, there's a regression there. And it sucks to say that, well, he had 12 sacks. Well, yeah, that was a down year for him. But that's the price you pay. I mean, that's a gamble right there. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you when does that big season hit for you? And when? how does that coincide with that big payday? It doesn't right. always line up. So, yeah. Um, I do think there will be some teams line up for him if he makes it that far. It'd be yep. interesting to see uh, if the Bucks let him move. I don't think they will, but hey, we've seen crazier things. Right. No, I exactly. I don't know. Like you said, uh, I think they obviously will try to bring him back and, and go for it. He's a huge part of what they do, but like he might want to see what's out there too, mm-hmm. being that he's very true. 27, 28 year old range, I think. So he's looking yeah. for that big and, contract. So yeah, and this is just me. I'm regardless of age, whether I'm a Indomicon soup on the back end of my career, or whether I'm a Devin White guy, or I'm a Shaq Barrett guy, kind of in between free agency. If I'm on a team that just won a championship, I kind of want to stay there. I mean, I know it's nice to have these big paydays, but those paydays get bigger and bigger and keep coming the more you win, the more championships you get. So, you know, I get it. I get it. It's tough to say that. Tough to say because look at JJ Watt. Right. If it's me, I'm staying. If I'm if I was on Tampa Bay last year and I'm a free agent or whatever, yeah. I'm doing whatever it takes to stay in Tampa Bay, especially with TB twelve. No, because, I because clearly that's the winning key right there. So no, I get it. I just saying, like, you never know what, what's gonna happen. Like J, everybody thought JJ Watt was going to a big time contender like Buffalo or Maybe like a Cleveland. Oh, we need to touch on that because that's but, oh. yeah, yeah. But like all of a sudden, Arizona wasn't even in the mix. But they yeah, I know. 
they paid him. We talked about it last week. They paid him very well. And Huge freaking curveball. Gr- granted, Arizona's a, I think they're a good team, and they got you know an up and coming team. But like everybody thought he was going to yeah Pittsburgh with his brother or with Ben coming back, they were going to be better. Or, or you know, I kind of didn't see him going to Pittsburgh. I mean, I put it in an article I wrote because of the brother system. But oh, at the yeah. end of the day, they just didn't have the money. But even of the teams that I thought did have the money. Arizona wasn't one of them. I did not have Arizona yeah. anywhere in my group. I had Green yeah. Bay, Tampa Bay, um, yeah. s- Buffalo. Some Tennessee, Buffalo. I mean, yeah, there was there was a lot of. I mean, but so I guess I what I'm what I'm saying is I totally get totally get where you're coming from with the coming back and going to win, but like you just never know what what these guys the numbers these guys could get thrown at them. You know the JJ Watt got this massive. You know, 31 million, 23 guaranteed, I think it was, thrown at him. And it's like, okay. So who knows? Maybe Barrett might want to see what's out there. Yeah, that was a big shock, I think, to to everyone, really. I mean, I don't yeah. think I heard anyone mention Arizona. Right. Um, so Mine we'll is. see. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's That's going to be one to watch. Like I, I was saying, it leading up to it. You know, the rumors, they're working it out, or they working or not working it out. And then if he does hit the market, it's going to be a lot of teams are going to be in the Barrett uh, market. Which I have heard some things since he signed that I never heard before about J.J. Watt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I Like, I have heard that he's – I'll just say it. he's selfish, selfish as hell. I saw those um, reports too. Apparently, when he was in Houston, it was uh, I'm going to get my numbers, I'm going to get my stats. I don't care about the rest of y'all, which kind of struck me as odd because I just didn't see him being that type of player. Right. Um, but I'm not as tuned in as some of the other people are, or beat writers, or whatever. But that kind of struck me. I was like, wow, I didn't see that, but right. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Um, which was kind of weird to me, but um anyway, uh shoo, man, we got so many <laughs> we got so much going on here. Pittsburgh, they informed outside linebacker Bud Dupree that they're not gonna tag him again. So he's a free agency uh or a free agent for this year. Um I think the writing was kind of on the wall for them, for him, because uh, they're kind of cap-strapped. Yep. Um, he's going to get more than they can probably offer or pay. Um, I think they're going to miss him, though. Yeah, he's, he's he's been good for their defense, but like you said, they've been – they're, they're kind of cap-strapped, I believe. I don't know exactly, but I believe – they, you know, I don't know. They had the money to pay him what he's going to get on the market, and having Alex Highsmith, a uh, guy they just drafted, who right. stepped in, stepped in for Dupree and got better as the year went on and towards the end for him. I mean, um, makes makes sense if they can't if they can't uh, pay him to stay that they have the guy that they feel can step up in that role opposite of T.J. Watt. So I like Alex Highsmith. Um, I. Don't know that he'll hit the numbers Dupree did. You know, I'm not saying that, but I think he's 
he's a good prospect, and um, I think they're gonna gonna roll with him. And Dupree, somebody's gonna definitely bring Dupree in and pay him for his services, even though he got injured. He's still, you know, talented pass rusher. So, yeah, for sure. And this is something I want to kind of circle back to. Well, I mean, we can kind of get into it here in a minute, but when you have a player like a Bud Dupree that's has been serviceable, has played the part, has done well, exceeded expectations. Uh, Man, I haven't been able to talk on that. Anyway, um, (laughs) I think when you have a player like an Alex Highsmith behind him or opposite him who has filled in for somebody else and they have shown flashes that they can be that guy, it's really hurting these guys like Bud Dupree. I mean, that kind of makes him expendable because the Steelers, they're against the cap. Mm-hmm. Bud Dupree's going to cost them a lot. So, And Alex Smith played well last year, so they're going to think, okay, we have T.J. Watt. We have Stephon Tuitt. Uh, we have, uh, oh, God, the other defensive end. Cameron Hayward. Cameron Hayward. Yep. you got those guys. So, you know what? High Smith played well. Mm-hmm. He's going to cost us a lot less. Right. Why not roll with him? Let debris test the market. Let somebody else overpay for him, especially in a cap strapped year. So, uh, love High Smith. And I've mentioned this before. I'm doing a grading system, working on that. A few years ago, when he came out as a rookie, uh, he was one of five players that graded in the. He was one of five players that had an impact score of over two. Um, So it's kind of telling. I mean, I wasn't surprised by it. Uh, I thought it would take another year or so. But, yeah, I mean, I'm loving some Alex Highsmith. Low, he's on a rookie deal, produced very well. So it makes sense that they're going to let Bud Dupree walk. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah, it's – you said if they're cap-strapped like like you thought – think they are and – Seeing what they saw from Highsmith, which was woo, Kyle. <laughs> the, the the talk hands are flowing, man. Oh, talking to me, baby, talking to me, talking <laughs> to me. The move makes makes sense on their part, and somebody like we said, somebody will pay Dupree. I think so too. I think so. I we'll get into that too. So, um, really interesting. Um. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. So just no, no. Let's do what Dan on. does. Tell me to shut the hell up, Let, and uh, let's, we'll move let's, on. Let's move to the next one. Moving along. Uh, I'm curious to what you think here. Um, Atlanta Falcons safety Keanu Neal is not getting the franchise tag or didn't get the franchise tag, so that makes him a free agent. We all know the injury history just – so unfortunate, decimated by injuries. But when he's on the field and healthy, he's a freaking game changer. Yes. Um, I'm curious. Do you think there's a scenario where – do you think there's a scenario where Atlanta brings him back? Or do you think – there's a team out there that's going to say, you know what? If he can stay healthy, 
He's better than anything we got. Um, what do you think happens with that? Because he's kind of one of those in-betweeners. He's lost, what, two, two and a half seasons? I, I forget what it is. I know it's two, but yeah. Um, yeah. do you think he goes back to Atlanta? Do you think somebody else kind of takes a chance on him? Um, do you kind of think he waits? What I mean, where are you at on Neil? Um, I've, I've always been a Keanu Neal fan. Uh, Me too. He, he started – he came into the to the league with such a bang. He had a 100, 106 tackles his first year, 116 his second year. Um, but then, like you said, unfortunately, you know, he got hit with those injuries. It was uh, – was it an ACL and then an Achilles? Like two just – Yeah, back-to-back, back, I think. And, I mean, just brutal injuries. Um, yeah. So, like, the biggest thing was, you know, it, it took those two years from him and – Everybody was wondering how he's going to come back this year after after losing those two years and just those unfortunate injuries. And he he had a real good year. He he had uh, he had a hundred tackles on the mark, seventy six solos, um, added a sack. I mean, nine tackles for loss. He had a really nice year, so that was good to see. I think a lot of you know Atlanta wanted to see if he could come back back to his old role and and put up those kind of numbers. And other teams obviously are going to like that he he was able to do that. So I don't know what's, what the, where they're at in Atlanta, to be honest. Um, you know, do they think Jalen Hawkins can step in and, and be a, a a starting safety for him? You know, is that the route they maybe want to go, or do they, you know, something? Yeah, I, I mean, what are they doing with DeMonte Casey? Where do right, they put right. him? Uh, I love Jalen Hawkins, by the way. Yeah. I think him and Ashton Davis of the Jets are two must-owns right now. Um, for Keanu Neal, I, man, I just don't know. Um, I think the injuries hurt him on both fronts because Atlanta's like, you know what? <laughs> He's not been on the field for us. And yeah. then team – then you flip over to free agency and teams are going to be like, you know what? He's been hurt a lot. So, uh, I mean, it's really tricky for him. I do feel if you can get him cheap enough, and I think you can because of the injuries, I think he's a steal. I think he's a game changer. So if you're willing to roll the dice and say, you know what, we'll bring you in for a year. Maybe we'll bring you in for two, three years. And here's another key term that I've been hearing lately. Lately, voidable years. That's a new term that's popped. Well, not a new term, but a term that's gaining a lot of heat. Um, you can sign players, but if you can get those voidable years on their contract, I think that helps. So okay. something like that for Keanu Neal. Uh, I almost want to think he lands in Atlanta again on a much cheaper deal. But, man, I, he's a hard one to place right now. No, I, At I least agree. Me. I no, I agree. I, I'm not sure where he ends up or if they, you know, are they going to try to bring him back? I wanted to add, I meant to add this to the show sheet, but I thought I did, but I must have forgot. 
But the the Rams didn't. They decided not to tag John Johnson, so he's going to hit the market as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's some competition for Neil on the market as well. Well, um, yeah, and another safety we'll get to in just a minute, Kenny Vaccaro. I mean, there's yep. there's some safeties out there. John Johnson, Keanu I'm a big Neal. John, I'm a big John Johnson fan. I think he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't bring him back. Yeah, they they chose not to tag him, so. You know, now that that safety situation with him out of the picture, potentially it looks like he's going to be um, in in L.A. looks looks mighty different. You got Jordan Fuller coming off that rookie year that they didn't expect. You know, he was he was a real nice piece for them that right away as a late round pick. And then, you, you know, you have um, Terrell Burgess, who they took in the third round. Yep. And um, it's hopefully Taylor App can come back healthy, and that's that's. A and I think, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think no, that's I the big issue. Everybody loves John Johnson, but I think with a Terrell Burgess, I think with a Taylor Rapp, I think with a Jordan Fuller, when you have that many talented players at a certain position it almost makes your aging veterans or your high-priced players expendable. And I think that's kind of what happened with uh, John Johnson. And they're, they're, are they, they're usually strapped with the cap too, right? I think so. I mean, I'd have to go back and look at these cap numbers. The way everything's changing right now. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, this safety free agency class could be huge. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, So many things going on here. Mm -hmm. The Cardinals. Let's jump to the Cardinals. They chose to not use the franchise tag on Hassan Reddick. And he will hit the market. They also released cornerback Robert Alford, who is so underrated in my opinion. I think he's one of the more underrated corners in both the NFL and fantasy. But uh, letting both of those go is going to create – Free up seven and a half million in cap space. Um, I almost felt like they were going to let Riddick walk anyway. He almost feels like a one year wonder. I mean, you take out that what was it, five sack game, six sack game, five sacks against, yeah, five sacks. Yeah, I mean, that's an anomaly, I think. Um, and I think teams are going to kind of look at his past history. You know, you didn't do a whole lot before then. You know, you had a big five-sack game that kind of bolstered your numbers. You didn't do a lot outside of that. I mean, I know you had, what, six and a half, seven, seven and a half sacks, but, you know, you take away that five-sack game, that kind of brings your numbers back down. So, um, I think he's one of the more intriguing outside linebacker free agents, because mm-hmm. I don't know what teams are going to feel about him, especially with that. I call it a one-year wonder hit. Um, I think if I'm an NFL team, I'm thinking I'm passing. I'm I'm going more after Shaq Barrett, Bud Dupree, Matt Judon. Uh, I'm going more after players like that than I am Reddick. But he might end up being the pri- you know, the, right. the the better deal because of that. Right, right. Not Reddick's. I mean, I think we both agree that this was going to happen um, when the JJ Watt deal happened. We both kind of said, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, they had to push somebody out, right? Right, right, exactly. Um, Red, I think Reddick's, I mean, probably a tough evaluation for some teams, you would think, maybe, because, you know, when he came into the league, they, you know, they took him in the first round, Arizona did. Then they, you know, coming out of Temple, he was, where were, where were they going to use him? Where were you going to play him? And they kind of miscast him as a off-ball linebacker instead of a pass rusher, and he just didn't, you know, he didn't produce for him right away, like, like he had hoped with a first round pick. So, you know, they declined the fifth year option, which made a ton of sense. And then, you know, he, he hadn't really done a whole lot. And then boom, he has this 12 and a half sack year, you know, granted he had the monster five sack game, but you know, it still happened. And um, yeah, you just, you'll want, I really would, would like to hear what, how teams evaluate him being coming in kind of miscast position wise. And then, you know, he doesn't really do a whole lot, and then bang, has this big year right before he hits free agency. And, uh, you know, but, you know, teams, maybe it'll work, it could work out where everybody's after Shaq Barrett or whatever, and then um, Hassan Reddick ends up being a, a steal for someone or a, a real solid deal, you know. It's going to be interesting to see where he lands. For sure, for sure. Um like you said, I think he's going to be one of the more intriguing players, more intriguing free agents. Yeah. Uh, just because of the one year wonder stuff. I mean, me and you both hit it. Like you said, the son and the JJ Watt kind of put the writing on the wall. So yeah. he was out. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see where he lands or who's in, interested in him. Yeah. Um, whew, damn, you may have to help me, Kyle. Uh, Baltimore, they're not putting, not putting, well, as of today, they did not put the tag on Matt Judon. Yep. So he's a free agent. Um, you got to imagine he'll command a pretty big market of interest as a pass rusher. Yep. No, yeah, I, I agree. Um, so he's another guy. He's uh he's had some solid seasons there in Baltimore. Um, will they look at bringing him back? You know, he's been one of their better players. Um, yeah, he's another talented pass rusher in this in this free agent class coming up. So it'll be uh be another name to watch and see what what teams think and who's in, who's in the mix for him. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, shoo, uh, Tennessee Titans. Man, I hate this. I hate this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so interesting. Me and you kind of chatted about this before the show. Uh, they cut Malcolm Butler, who was arguably our best player on defense. Um, I know he had a rough beginning, you know, coming from New England to Tennessee, and he struggled early with Tennessee. But last year, he was our best defensive player, I think. I mean, he really – Stepped it up. And then they also cut um, strong safety Kenny Vaccaro. Uh, I kind of hated that. Um, I always wondered as the season ended, would they bring him back? And that was before this cap number issue. But just in general, I kind of wondered, would they bring him back, you know, keep him with Kevin Byard, who's a superstar, mm -hmm. or move on from him. Um, they're going to move on. And what was really intriguing 
and I told you, like I said, we chatted before the show started, Tennessee, and I heard this on the radio today, Tennessee had 20 unrestricted free agents. Wow. And they cut every one of them. They didn't sign wow. any of them. They didn't tender one of them, huh? Any of them. Now, I'd have to go back and double-check that, but I heard that on the radio. 20 unrestricted free agents, and they cut every one of their asses. Oh, is that you just know? unrestricted? Unrestricted. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if there's any restricted ones. There. No, just unrestricted. Okay. So, Michael unrestricted. Butler, Kenny okay. Vaccaro, you got uh, um, uh, Johnny Smith, you got um, – oh, help me. Uh, Corey Davis. I mean, they got all these guys, yeah. and they just – and I think that's a product of this salary cap situation. You know, Tennessee was kind of up against the cap. They're kind of borderline, and, you know, the, they're kind of like, you know what, screw it. Yeah. We're, we're cutting everybody. But – and this is – Kyle, I went back to you on this. This is why I love local radio. This is why I love people that are tuned into their teams. You know, we, we sit here and talk about, okay, they cut 20 unrestricted free agents. They're cutting Malcolm Butler, saving 13, 14 million. They're cutting Vinny Vaccaro. They're letting uh, Jonah Smith go, Corey Davis go. But word on the street is, and this is an Achilles heel for Tennessee, word on the street is they are – pushing their chips all in. They're going full bore on pass rushers. Carlos Dunlap is a possibility. The draft is a possibility. They are going to get pass rushers, especially after getting their ass burnt last year with Jadavion Clowney and that bum Vic Beasley. <laughs> oh, don't even freaking get me started on that. Song I, I won't. I know how you feel. Oh. That's like an Aaron Jones band-aid for you. Oh, man. Uh, oh yeah. So, I mean, that's – I think that's kind of where you tune in. You get yeah. these local guys. You you hit these local beat writers. Um, Carlos Dunlap, I think, would be amazing across from Harold Landry. Um, and then they're going to draft somebody too. I mean, I, everything I'm hearing – all signs pointing, they're going after pass rush help. That's where they're at. So, do you, uh, do you think you guys make a run at Dupree or Reddick? Or I think we do. I almost think that Carl, Carlos Dunlap's the prize. I mean, with JJ Watt, and I don't even know that JJ Watt was the prize. I think he was a big name. I think with what's left scoring-wise, talent-wise, I think Carlos Dunlap is the guy. Okay. I think you bring him in. I think you sign him. Um, Yannick Ngakwe is another one that I would consider. Um, Yeah. You know, I would – Bud Dupree, if you want to start dropping down tiers, I think Bud Dupree is another guy. I don't know if we bring in a Matt Judon or not. Um, yeah. I think for Tennessee, I think it's um, I think it's Dunlap. I think it's Ngakwe. I think it's uh, um, 
Bud Dupree, somebody like that. I think that's our top three targets. Then I also think even if we sign somebody in free agency, I think we're also going to hit the draft. Yep. Uh, can never have know, enough pass rushers, right? Exactly. Because never you have can, enough. If you can, if you can rush the passer with that front four, front three. Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons in mix. Right, know, that's going to take care of a lot of your issues in the secondary. And while we had a lot of issues in the secondary, we can't really blame the secondary because we didn't have a freaking pass yeah. rush. So, and um, you know. You guys needed corner before, but now you really Jesus need, Christ. I you really that. need a corner. Oh, God dang. I've roasted Malcolm Butler's ass for years, it seems like, but damn, he was really one of our best corners. Yeah. Um, Adore Jackson's hurt. Christian Fulton, I think, is a flop. I was going to say your buddy Christian Fulton oh, better Jesus. step up. Jesus Christ, help me, please. <laughs> damn it, Kyle. <laughs> I hate you, Kyle. I know you don't. Let's talk about Aaron Jones, Kyle. How about that? No, this is an IDP show. <laughs> right. I mean, it just. Uh, oh, you know, you know how I feel about Aaron Jones. Just I do. Tag, tag him and pay him, and come on, let's go. Yeah, I mean, that's like Ugh. Tennessee just not signing Derrick Henry. Yeah. That's just stupid. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm bummed to see him go, but. Uh, yeah, which. I know we're an IDP show, like you said, but I found it interesting that they said, well, we see Aaron Jones being a big part of our future. Really? Yeah, I know. Bullshit. Then they said the reason why they didn't want to pay him was because they didn't think he was big enough. Bullshit. Yeah. Like, if he okay. was a big part of your future, he wouldn't hit free agency. Exactly. Oh, That's, that's yeah. such crap. I was such using crap. I, I was using the IDP show uh uh, statement to try to get out of to, to feeling the pain of Aaron Jones being gone. <laughs> I know you were. I know you was, but I, I saw that and I was pissed off for you. I was like, that's yeah. such bullshit. I know you, you messaged me and I I was just going off the rails right away. Yeah, I was like, it oh, was, God. Was, the moment that. I seen that, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle is about to blow his freaking gasket right oh, here. Yeah, it was all caps and F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> F-bombs. Oh, we love F-bombs here. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I'm bummed. Just tag them and go for it, but they didn't. It is what it is. Green Bay, I never, I'll never, i never understand some of it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, man. So much free agency. Oh, yeah. Um Anything we didn't cover? No, I think we, we hit it all. I think the only thing I forgot to put in was the John Johnson thing that I had. Yeah, the John Johnson. Mind. Yeah, I mean. But other than that, man, we hit a lot of stuff. I mean, now we, you know, we're recording next Tuesday, which is the day before free free agency opens. Um, there's that legal tampering period. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which so I think might is. So there might be deals done before, yeah. you know, that we could talk about before that even, you know, officially opens. So freaking hilarious. Yeah. yeah right. um, I'm sure there will be a lot of moves, a lot of cuts. Yep. There will be a shit ton of rumors. Oh, yeah. Um. So we will be recording the day before free that see. Um, 
and then we'll bring our next show will be, of course, after that. So, man, um, anybody that you think is hitting free agency that might, do you think they're signing somewhere? A certain player that you think, hey, they're going to, this makes sense, they're going to sign here? Um, Damn, I got the hiccups. Son of a bitch. I don't know if I have anything particular offhand. I just when the first thing that struck me was um, you, you guys, Tennessee, that is cutting all those players. Um, to me, it looked like you're making a move for a pass rusher. That's, I was waiting to see your your take on that. I figured you'd be in the know, and uh, that's. I, I I guess I foresee that you guys pursuing a pass rusher pretty hard. Which one? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been listening for the last couple of days, and, man, I heard today that, we, like I said, I heard today that we cut 20, all 20 of our unrestricted free agents. So it's like, wow. Yeah. Um, that's almost like a power move. <laughs> I mean, you usually sign a few here, a few there, whatever. But to cut all 20 and just say, you know what? Have at it. Go test the market. Mm-hmm. Um, do they bring some of those guys back? Maybe. Um, but this is the game that Vrabel and Robinson's going to play. Um, yeah. It's almost uh, New England and Bill Belichick like. You go test the market. We're not going to resign you. You go test the market. See what you can get. Yeah. If we like you, we're going to make you an offer. And then it's up to you. Do you want to come back to where you're comfortable? Yeah. Where you know you can win? Or do you want to go chase that money somewhere else? Right. Uh, a la Jamie. Jamie Collins, players like that. Excuse me, I got the hiccups all of a sudden. Um, for Tennessee, man, I just don't know that they re-sign any of them. Yeah. I think Corey Davis may be the big possibility. Outside of that, I just, I just really don't know. I think, I think Tennessee's going to pump the brakes and they're going to say. You guys go check the market. We'll be here. We're going to make you an offer, but you go check the market up and we'll get back to you. I think that's kind of where yeah. um, everything's at. Yeah. I mean, what do you th- shit? What are you thinking about Green Bay? Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, we, we need a corner opposite of Jair. Right. Um, I like Jair. I think he's a pretty good corner. Oh, Jair's awesome. Um, need someone opposite to him. Um, I don't know how big of a player they're going to be. I'm not real sure. Uh, I mean, are they going to be in the mix for a wide receiver? You know, obviously that's the – everybody's going to talk about Green Bay going for a wide receiver because it's it's an obvious need. Most, <laughs> most people think we could use one. I agree. Um, we didn't draft one. Um, so I, I, I'm not sure what we're going to do. We could use a corner. We could use a tackle. We cut Ricky Wagner because he wasn't really wasn't really cutting it opposite of Bakhtiari. Um, 
Billy Turner's more of a rotational piece. He can play a lot of places. He's more of a backup guy. It's nice to have a depth guy. So we need a we need an offensive tackle if there's one they foresee. You know, to, do they look for corner free agency? Do they look for corner in the draft? Do they look for corner in the or look for a tackle in the free agency or draft? I think that's some some big questions there. And are do they decide, hey, we're gonna pay a wide receiver, get Aaron Rodgers another weapon? You know, I I, I never know what to think with Green Bay. <laughs> we just let Aaron, we just <laughs> let Aaron Jones walk. <laughs> True. So um, I'm really not sure. I, there's some definite holes that that need to be accounted for. So which way they go with it, I don't know. I quit. I quit trying to figure them out. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we have talked about so much tonight. Um, yeah. We do have a listener question. Okay. Question. Sheesh. I cannot talk talk tonight. And now I've got to take cups again. Um, Fantasy Football Hustler at FF Hustler 420. One of our great followers, one of our great buds. He wants to know deep sleepers. He's talking about guys who are ranked below 30 at their positions. Um, linebacker, def- defensive lineman, D backs. Um, not just necessarily rookies, but he's thinking overall below top 30. Um, man, I'm thinking, uh, and I, I know there's some second year guys, but uh, Akeem Davis Gaither, Logan Wilson, mm-hmm. um, Ashton Davis, who we talked about earlier, uh, Jalen Hawkins, who we talked about earlier, uh, looking at defensive linemen. I think you got to put players, and I'm looking, I'm thinking of second year players a lot here. I think you're looking at players like uh, your Gross Matos, who didn't do anything as a rookie, he has some potential. Um, My brain's racing. I can't think right now, but those are some names right off the top yeah. that I can think of. No, I like those guys. Uh, some linebackers um, that, I, that I like. Um, I, I still like Cole Holcomb in Washington. I do too. Uh, yes, you know, good, one. A, good one. He had 105 tackles as a rookie. and as you it know. drove me crazy. <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. My bad, Kyle. My bad. Hey, you're good, man. No, uh, you go ahead, bud. Holcomb kind of – you know, he had 72 tackles this year in 11 games, so numbers were down a little bit. But he his snaps were a little all over. But I'd like it'd be I'd, I'd like to see him get a get a bigger snap share and be a bigger part of that Washington defense. He could be a he could be a player to really make some noise. Uh, Bobby Okariki in Indianapolis. Lock that one. Lock that one. Yeah, he kind of asserted himself as a big part of that defense this year and and kind of took out uh, Anthony Walker's spot next to Darius Leonard. Um, Justin Strenad from Denver is a guy I've talked about before. I really want to see him get healthy and be a part of that te- part of that linebacker unit because he adds um, some coverage capabilities that you know that they just haven't had. Uh, he had that wrist injury before the year, and he was going to be part of their like nickel package and stuff. And fortunately, got injured. But he's a guy I like to stash everywhere. Um, I really liked him coming out of Wake Forest, and um, I think he could be 
think he could be a guy that could see a bump this year. Uh, I like, like you said, pass rushers. I like gross models. Um, I definitely would be in on him if he's available or, or a throw in. He made a couple spa- splash plays as a rookie, but you know, maybe year two, he puts it together. He's got some talent. And um, Alex Highsmith of Pittsburgh, we talked about him with Dupree leaving. Um, really like Highsmith. Uh, if he has a DL edge designation in your league, I'm in on Highsmith. Uh, I got you one. I got you one. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Amani Hooker. Nice. No, yeah. Good call. With Vaccaro gone. Yep. Them cutting cap space. Byard is locked in, but Amani, Amani Hooker's the next guy. Up. I've like seen a lot of that today. I even picked him up in a few places where I didn't already have he was, him. He was really good at Iowa too. I just remember him, you know, watching Big Ten. He was he was really good. He was. He was really good. Dan gives me hell. Screw Dan. Dan <laughs> gives me hell about being a closet Iowa fan. But yeah, I mean, they produced some pretty good uh, defensive backs, and oh, Hooker yeah. was one of them. Yeah, um, like a hide. You know, somebody, yeah, exactly. Um, Josh Johnson for your Packers. I think he's somewhat been disappointing, but I think he gets, I think he needs more reps. But uh, somebody asked me on Twitter today, there's like a, they they actually retweeted one of my tweets from, uh, I don't know, back during the season, six, seven months ago. And they they asked me, you know, what do you think about Imani Hooker? Oh, nice. And I was like, you know, I I think he's a talented player. If he gets more reps, he could be good, you know, um, playing behind Vaccaro and Bayard. His reps are kind of limited. He's he plays a lot of that big nickel set. Um, he has to uh, playing in that big nickel set. He has to t- take advantage of that. And if he gives, if given the opportunity, I think he could be a good player, a really good player. And they retweeted that, and I'm like, it's hooker time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Vaccaro's gone, right? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Vaccaro's gone, so it's that. And I think, you know, Jesus, going back to this salary cap issue where the where the cap number's been lowered, I think you're going to see this. They're, go, they're going to cut players like Vaccaro and go with – Jesus. They're going to cut players like Vaccaro and go with – much younger players like Amani Hooker, who's on rookie deals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think early on, what we're going to see is with this reduced salary cap, veterans are going to take the hit. You're going to see a lot of veteran players take a hit, kick to the curb in favor of rookies on rookie deals. And I get it, much cheap, much cheaper. But I think once we get into July and August, when things start start to turn over and really matter, I think you can see some of these rookies kick to the curb and these veterans pick back up. Okay. Yeah, it's uh... – Gonna be a lot going on, man. It's free agency is gonna be wild. 
Yeah, they Cubs. Cubs. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. Yeah, right. no, I like I like a lot of the names we just covered. Uh, I like the Imani Hooker call for your your Titans. Um, I mean, who's I know we got to do a Patreon. We should probably save this, but one thing that just bothers the shit out of me: Green Bay, their linebacker situation. What do you, What do you know, Kyle? Well, all I know right now is we got Chris Barnes, Kamal Martin, Ty Summers. Um, that's, I mean, Chris Barnes, I mean, do you, what's that? Do you think with the cap situation, that's, you know, they're going to go with the young guys on rookie contracts or. I don't know. I haven't really heard anything, but I guess my feeling is I don't expect us to pursue a linebacker in free agency. Um, you know, I thought Chris Barnes played pretty well as he got his feet under him last year and towards the end of the year, um, he he was the guy, you know, Christian Kirksey was pushed to the side, had a more limited role, and Chris Barnes was the guy. Kamal Martin, um, you know, he flashed some potential. Um, he's a big guy. He's, he's pretty athletic. Um, you know, he could do a lot of good things. He's just, you know, kind of raw and, and uh, you know, had the rookie learning curve. Um, you know, Barnes Barnes played pretty well for us. We were lucky he was such a, a great, uh, you know, undrafted free agent signing. So right now, I mean, it's looking like, those two are, you know, the guys that are going to eat most of the snaps up at linebacker. And as it sits, I don't, like I said, I don't expect, I don't expect us to pursue one in free agency. I could be completely wrong, but it's not something they generally do. Um, but uh, I mean, I think they'll target one in the draft maybe, but then again, who knows? Maybe we'll draft another quarterback. Who the hell knows? Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I, I, I'd grab, the, I guess, uh, all that aside, I would grab those two young guys if you can right now, you know, if you can get them for cheap or to pick them up, grab Barnes for sure, grab Martin, throw them on your taxi squad, whatever, see what happens. They're right now, those are the two guys that Ty Summers is Ty, Ty Summers is a good backup, you know, that's he's he hasn't taken hold of being a starting running or a starting linebacker. Um, he's reliable when they need him to step up and wear the dot and call the plays, they can. They can count on him, but I don't think that he's the guy they want playing ninety percent of the snaps. You know, he's a solid backup guy, depth guy, reliable, smart. But you know, Martin and especially Barnes taking over like he did at the end of the year, he's he'd be the guy right now. Yeah, I mean, I like Summers. I just thrown in a few of my like, few of my Jesus got hiccups. Damn it. I jumped on him in a few of my leagues, got him stashed away. Um, I like Barnes. Maybe that's the guy they roll with. I mean. That's what it looks like right now, you know. It does. I mean, Camille Martin's another guy. Yep. Be interesting to see where they want to go. Yep. I almost think that Barnes and uh, Martin is the guy, is the guys, especially with them not wanting to pay Aaron Jones those top players kind of tells me they're wanting to go to they're wanting to go on the cheap side kind of like Tennessee is they're not signing Vicaro they're you know Johnny Smith Corey Davis those guys um I mean the turnover is gonna be crazy all across the board right now for the for the NFL. Mm-hmm. No I agree it is I mean just 
I don't even know where to go with this right now. I mean, it's, I think you're going to see such a wide spread turnover across the NFL among, among all teams. I mean, you got teams that are, and what's even more interesting, you got teams like New Orleans, who's cutting everybody and their mama to try to get under the cap. Yeah. But you got teams like Jacksonville and Cleveland who are like, you know what? Name your price. Yep. So, yeah. Be interesting to oh, see. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a wild week next week when it hits. Yes. Can't wait. Can't and wait. Can't wait. Um, anything else? No, man. I think, uh, I think we covered it all. Everything I had written down. Everything was on the sheet. Yep. I'm sure we'll have a ton by next week. Yep. Um, we named our sponsors and my face. Oh, shit. Hiccups. I hate hiccups. We got to cure uh, these hiccups. That's what we got to do. We got to cure these damn hiccups. They're killing me. <laughs> uh, my fantasy league, they're a big sponsor. IDP Nation Invitational League. They sponsor us with our IDP Na- Nation Listener Leagues. Jesus. Um, you know, we got Trophy Smack. Um, it's not just football, baseball, basketball, dynasty stuff, DFS stuff. You know, go get something for your champion. Um, they're pinned to my homepage. Check, check them out. Click the link. Help us out. Um, we mentioned uh, Action 24-7. Such a huge – oh, my God – such a huge sponsor for us. We thank you all for checking them out and um, be sure to check out our Patreon. Um, right now, if you join our top tier Patreon, you're getting the official doctor of I- IDP Nation. Ethan Turner, he's doing his injury guide. He's giving that away. If you join our top tier Patreon, so check that out. Um, Kyle, tell them where they can find you, what you're doing. Oh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at KBell54. Um, find all my work over at IDP guys, just like uh, like Hollywood here. Um, working on the rookie draft guide that's going to be coming out after the draft. Um, lots of awesome stuff. Got Daryl working on it. You got Coach Matt running the show there. Um Joey. No, he ain't running the show. He's a slave freaking driver. <laughs> no, it's lots of lots of great people. Uh, Joey, the Joey the Tooth, Todd Foster, Sean. Um, just your writing. Uh, Dan's doing some profiles. Um, just lots of good stuff. Um, guys at the Dynasty Vipers, Calvin, um, Jeff's doing some some injury stuff on that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely, um, going to be, going to be awesome. Um, looking forward to seeing the finished product. I think it's going to be really good. Um, I just wrote an article that should be coming out soon on the franchise tag players and a couple guys that were tendered, um, just a little pre-free agency, uh, highlight deal. Um, other than that, just, uh, getting ready for free agency and, uh, keeping up on the draft news and it's an exciting time of year. Um, lots going on and, uh, 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, that, that's about that's about it for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, follow the IDP guys. Shoot, these hiccups are killing me. IDP guys draft magazine. We did it last year. So amazing. This year is going to blow it out of the water with what we have, what we're doing, all the guys that are involved, me, Kyle, Dan, Joey, Nate, um, freaking Sean, Todd, Joey, uh, Cal, Eric, so many people. Eric, um, yeah, Eric. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we've put a lot into this this year. I mean, last year was our first year. You know, we kind of jumped into it feet first and now we know what we need to do this year is just going to be so much better uh go check that out you can uh you can uh get your uh sign up for that on idp guys uh idb guys uh page and you sign up for that early or whatever make sure you go get that uh done now um you can follow me on Twitter at Hollywood Titan. God damn these fucking hiccups. Uh, I hate you, Kyle. Um, you blame it on me. It is your fault. This is your fault. Um, follow me at Hollywood Titan on Twitter. Um, follow me at IDP, guys, for all my writing. Debbie IDP, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Reddit, wherever. Um, God damn hiccups. Um, I hate you, Kyle. I hate you. With that, if you don't have nothing else, we're done, Kyle. I'm, I'm through. I'm through with you. All right, I'm done. I'm through. Good, with good, you, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night, Kyle. Good night. <laughs>